Welcome back to the latest episode of Sports Luck, where I literally missed all of college football today for no reason, and Mike is kind of sad. Mike, sad? Not not sad about what happened with New York City FC? What's going on with that? Oh, it's de- I mean, definitely disappointing. Uh, it seems like the same, you know, same stuff, different year. Early early playoff exit with high hopes going into the postseason. Um, but good to see that they still like if you were to lose a game, I mean they pretty much it was a long I mean, and definitely being in attendance, first playoff game I ever attended. Um definitely cool to see one going into overtime, playing a full hundred and twenty minutes, um, and then going to a shootout. Uh I mean, can't go any much further than that. But no, definitely disappointed, tough to lose off penalty kicks. Um I knew I, I knew I had a feeling it was going to go to overtime. I really didn't want to see them. I was hoping to see them win before they got that far. But I guess we'll dissect it later. But yeah, no, definitely yeah. disappointing. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So unfortunately, for Mike's case, New York City FC lost, um, uh, which kind of leads into where the hell is Mike? So um, if you could, if you didn't know, the game was in Orlando, uh, so you could tell that you know Mike's currently in Florida as a result of the game being in Orlando because I know you weren't trying to take a flight out today. <laughs> no, no. I thought about it. I thought about it doing a day trip, but I decided to come down for the weekend. <laughs> but no, but no, you're back in Melbreezy, back in Melbourne. Um, so that's good. Uh, so Noah is going to be leading the pod today, but we do have a very special guest on uh, my friend uh, from Maryland. He does Terps Watch for the Diamondback. Um, uh, some other stuff in terms of covering Maryland athletics. Uh, Logan Hill, uh, Logan, how's it going, man? How you doing? Uh, how's life? Uh, yeah, life's good. Uh, Maryland sports are what they are right now. Haven't played football in a couple of weeks, obviously. But uh, Penn State still hasn't won a game. So when Penn State's winless, how could life not be great? That is true. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Noah, um, I know that you could care less about Penn State, but um. And, and I know that Temple's not doing that well, but... Uh, well, I hate Penn State. So Temple doesn't have more wins than Penn State, always. That, this, this is true. This yes. is true. Um, but, but what are we going to be talking about on today's episode? So we're going to be talking about some NBA, best moves, worst moves. We're going to talk about Dwight Howard, Montreal Harold, those two uh, fun uh, players from L.A. that they did some stuff. Uh, draft some NHL, recap? Draft recap, question mark? And... Uh, game picks. No draft recap. No, no, no draft. draft. Oh, you don't want to talk about you don't want to talk about Tyrese Maxey. No, I'm good. We, we can. No, you want to talk recap. No. Could be another day. Just best news. Uh, you can talk about someone in the draft. We'll talk about some picks. Today. I mean, I do want to mention uh, our boy Maryland's own uh, Jalen Smith, who got drafted tenth overall by the Suns. Which uh, me and Logan talked about at pre-pod. Um, don't think anyone had him going as a lottery pick, let alone a top ten pick. Uh, so it was quite quite surprising to say the least <laughs> definitely surprising uh logan did you have once you found out about it how are you feeling oh yeah for sure and like you said he was one of those names where it like he kind of flirted with the lottery like when he came out they're like yeah he, he could be a lottery pick and then as you see the mock drafts come out and stuff you're like oh that's probably not where he's gonna go he might go like in the higher teens somewhere in the back half of the draft so just i don't know to see him go 10th i was like that's crazy <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I saw I saw somewhere that he was the only Big Ten player drafted in the first round. So that's pretty cool so. to, be able to say that too. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I I'm excited for what he's going to be able to do with the Suns. Um, Chris Paul is also going to be there for the first time this year. So 
I'm excited to see them play together. Maybe more than I'm excited to see him play with Devin Booker. So I don't know. The sky's the limit. I feel like. Yeah, he'll be he'll be good. I know it sh- it shocked all of us Maryland people, but it was great. Uh, so Noah, um, can you kind of uh, well let it let us know what's going on in the NBA because things have been going crazy with trades and free agency uh, and such. So besides the craziness of the NBA draft, we get major names being traded and all that good oh, stuff. Also, uh, shout out to Anthony Edwards. Yo, we we should mention top three: Anthony Edwards, but number one, James Wiseman, number two, Lamelo, number three. Forgot to say yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's funny to see Lamelo with uh, or Lavar Ball with Michael Jordan. Gotta oh, get that one great. name going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, there's a bunch of uh, big free agent moves that we got. Gordon Hayward going to the Hornets today. Uh, we got uh, Steve Adams traded to the uh, Pelicans. So we got a bunch of moves. A lot of people being moved. OKC just adding as many picks as possible because that's all what Sam Presley wants. So, but my most notable trade of the whole frequency so far would have to go to the Brooklyn Nets who landed uh, Landry Shamit. They traded uh, Rudy uh, McGruder and uh, basically like pick uh, 19, they get Landry Shamit and the Clippers get Luke Kennard in a three-team trade with uh, Detroit as well. So you're getting Landry Shamit, a guy who can shoot threes like No Tomorrow with uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. It's, just, it's a player you want on a winning team just because he can shoot. Shoot, when the shooters get hot in the playoffs, good things happen. I know, Jason, uh, you really like the Pelicans trade, right? Yeah. With the Bucks. Yeah, well, I liked it. Uh, actually, I think it could end up working well for both teams, but I especially liked it for the uh, for the uh, the Pelicans because I think they added some nice quality players um, as part of the as part of the deal. Uh, they got a uh, they got Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. Uh, but I also really like the picks. They got the draft capital. Well, they got three first-round picks, um, and they got first-round swap rights. Uh, so I really like that deal for them. And who knows what the what the Bucks will look like by the time those picks are, because they're later. They're, uh, well, one was this year. There's a swap in 2024. There's one in 2025, a swap in 2026, and one in 2027. So I like it for the Pelicans. Yeah, hashtag those pick swaps don't end up good all the time. You can ask the Nets. Hashtag Billy King. Uh, Alex, how about you? Oh, what yeah. Best, um, best pick. Uh, well, I'm going to kind of combine it into two, which is the two moves that the Sixers made. Um, getting uh, offloading Horford's contract was great because Horford was they, – they way overpaid him. He did absolutely nothing for them and was just taking up space that they didn't need. Um, ending up trading him to Oklahoma City, giving up. Uh, the 34th overall pick uh, this year, but then also that that first rounder in 2025, which seems like a lifetime away now, even though it's only yeah, five it's years. Top six protected, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is you know that could end up biting them in the butt, but uh, they end up getting. Uh, I think they end up saving about 10 mil by uh, they end up getting Terrence Ferguson and Danny Green. I know Danny Green had his worst year shooting uh, from three. Last year, um, I'm hoping that he turns into more of that form that he was when he was with Toronto. Uh, in t- Even Spurs when he was a 40% guy. Yeah, but I mean, Toronto was the most recent example of him being really good. Uh, and then I really like Ferguson. I think that that's going to be an underrated uh, player for them. And plus, he's not, he, he's, he's not making that much. So that, that's really good in terms of someone who I know can score. And he's only 22. So I think that he's going to be really good. And then on, on top of that, uh, the uh, the trade that they made with the Mavericks, 
um, trading away uh, uh, Josh Richardson and getting back Seth Curry, who, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't realize how good of a shooter Curry was, even though I should have just realized that, you know, he's a Curry, which means he's a good shooter by default. Uh, but he shot like 45%. He's, he, he, he's basically shot around between 43 and 45% from three his entire career. And he scores about the same as Richardson. And honestly, I would much rather have Curry because the Sixers don't have three-point shooters and didn't really have one, like, a consistent three-point shooter last year, in my opinion, especially since they lost JJ. Um, I really wish they would have kept Redick. Uh, they decided not to, but I think it actually, um, you know, now uh, I really like the – uh, the idea of bringing in Curry because I think he's really going to help out that team. And I don't know, you know, how much he's going to score in terms of, you know, points per game. I just know that he is going to complement them from three really well. And that basically, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that they have to, or that, that means they don't have to break the bank as much during free agency. Any worries about that nepotism though? You know, Doc Rivers, something well? No, I mean, maybe, I don't know. It's, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go I, I don't know it's, That's all I'm going to say Hey, six is need a backup guard I think Austin Rivers is a free agent as well Oh my god, please no I, I don't. Uh, Logan, how about you, by the way? Uh, well, I was just going to say Before I go um, Doc Rivers kind of has a track record For being able to work with uh, Guys that were close to his daughter So I think the Seth Curry thing Might be able to work out He let Paul George play all those minutes Even though he was absolutely terrible During the playoffs but, um, no, yeah, the best move that I saw probably is – has to be – I like the moves the Lakers made because I think their bench unit is going to be scary next year because they got they got Trez, they got Montrez Harrell, they got um, Dennis Schroeder, and they finished one and two in sixth man of the year voting last year. So, like, an area of concern for the Lakers was kind of their bench last year. So, to go out and get those guys, whether one of them, like, moves into the starting lineup or not, I feel like you have to feel good about where your bench unit's at going into the next season. Completely agree. That's a good way to reform it. Before they had like old man was on Rondo and old man Dwight Howard. Uh, Lynch, how about you? Um, I like. I'm gonna go with what you know. What really hasn't been uh, dealt yet, and it's the Knicks not doing anything stupid. I know they were in, and you know that remains to be seen. But they didn't uh, go for. Well, they haven't made any a deal like blockbuster deal like they've been talking about uh to try and you know get better in the short term short term but uh that wouldn't they wouldn't uh get better in the short short term and not uh be able to pan out in the long term uh i don't know as far as their draft picks and ob toppin and uh picking up ob toppin's gonna be a stud I it's think be he a looks pretty He's good. I, I actually did end up seeing him uh, when I in January when I was in Dayton, Ohio during uh, airline training uh, last January. So I happened to be in the area and uh, actually saw him play, which, uh, you know, it wasn't like I was keeping my eye on him. But, like, I was, as a Knicks fan, quite pleased to uh, see what he had to offer. Um Still early though, so that remains to be seen. Um, I am curious, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's move uh, with landing Landry Shamet. I forget who who mentioned him. Uh, that was but, Noah. Uh, what's that? Is that Noah? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was Noah. Yeah, no, I was definitely keeping my eye on that. That was definitely uh, a nice pickup for them. 
Um, yeah, I was curious how uh, the Nets got him for pretty like a cheap price. Cheap, like, and, like, and you know, obviously they have high aspirations this year, so that's definitely a quality addition for them uh, trying to make a run for the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. Um, so, Lunch, we've been pretty positive. What's your negative now? What is the worst move, in your opinion, of this fragrance? The worst move? Um, I don't know. Let's, I don't know if there would be a worst move. Um, are, there, are, there, are there any for you that really stand out, or are you kind of just like you don't really know because you just haven't really looked at the free agency market that much? Or, or I mean, I have I have paid attention to it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I would, you know, be like. I mean, I think there's uh, teams that are benefiting more than others, but I I wouldn't say anyone has made Not like a grave mistake like yet. Eye popping! Oh my God, what are you doing? A mistake like that? Um, because like no I one would, gave like Timothy Mozgov eighty mil. No. One of those contracts? No, no. I miss Mozgov. <laughs> That's such a random name to bring up. What? Cavs uh, uh-huh. legend. We, we don't need to go into detail about why you miss him, but... No. But, oh. uh... No, I don't think, as of right now, no, nobody's eye-popping. No eye-popping mistakes. I mean, I would have think would have thought the Knicks would have... Uh, might have done something, but I think Leon Rose might not do what fans are trying to hope for. So, yeah. Uh, Jason, I know you wanted to say something as well. Yeah. Well, so for my uh, worst move of free agency or the trade market would be easily uh, Gordon Hayward's four-year, $120 million contract with the Hornets, which when he opted out of the deal with Boston, which I think would have paid him like – 34, I think. Yeah, 34 this year. I thought there's no way he's getting anywhere near that on the open market. And what do I know? I mean – he got four mil less this year, but he got what eighty, eighty six more mil in the long run. So yeah, like, that was a crazy contract. Uh, I know the Knicks or maybe wanted him, and I'm like, yeah. thank God they didn't go anywhere near that. Well, yes, that's a positive again for the Knicks, but I I think the only reason he got that much is because he went to a you know media franchise. Yeah, and like and, yeah, I don't. I mean. I'm glad the Knicks didn't get him and don't have to deal with that contract. But, I mean, I think that's the only reason why it was that high is because he went to a yeah, mediocre, don't get mediocre me, market. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like Gordon, Gordon Hayward's my worst uh, move so far of this offseason as well. He was talent, great for the Jazz. And then his first – and Izuka Madoya. He just, his leg blows up basically on, on him and – he he hasn't been the same caliber player. He's still talented, but he's not a thirty million dollar player. Especially with uh, how many much teams would be losing. I'm surprised a smaller market like Charlotte was willing to spend that much. I know MJ got a lot of money, but still, that's a that's a lot to spend without having fans in the stands and a player that's not gonna make or break your team and turn you into a, a playoff contender. Logan, I want you to go before me because I have a few and I don't know if you're going to take any of them. So I just don't want to throw out like a bunch of names. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, just about the Hayward, the Hayward move, like that is a bonehead move because they also waived uh, Nick Batum and they're just going to spread out the money that they, they still owe him 
$27 million and they're just going to spread that out and pay him to not play for them for like probably the next 10 years. So, I mean, from a money-making standpoint, that one doesn't really make any sense. But the, the weirdest move I would have to say that I saw, and I can't say that it's a bad move, I just don't get it, was um, Dwight Howard going to the Sixers. And like, I think he signed for the vet minimum or whatever. But the reason I just, I mean, they have Joel Embiid. You have arguably one of the top, you can make an argument he's top three center in the NBA. And I don't think anyone would be like, no, you're crazy. And so like, he's going to get his share of minutes and I don't see you playing him alongside Dwight Howard. So I just don't, I don't know where the time comes in. Like does Dwight Howard play for three or four minutes here or there off the bench just to give, just to give a gas. And I don't know why if you're Dwight Howard, you would want to go do that in Philly when that's what, what you could do in LA and play with like a, a bigger front court duo that like less pressure on you, I guess I would say. You know, I, that's what mine is. I completely agree with you because he's only going to get like 10, 15 minutes maybe a, a mm-hmm. night now. Unless if Joel gets injured and like, would you rather play with Ben Simmons or LeBron James? Like, I don't know. I think LeBron James is going to make you look better for longer and you can make more money. Yeah, exactly. I, and I was kind of thinking the same thing when I was trying to think of one. I was like Rondo too, because Rondo was talking about during the playoffs, like how, with him and LeBron being like two of the best basketball minds in the game right now, how like there weren't going to be many guys that could beat them in a seven game series. And I get it. He probably just wanted to chase another, another decent sized contract while he could still get it. But I don't know. I'm at the point now where I see these guys like in the back half of their career, I'm like, if you can get a chance to play with LeBron James, you take it and you do it because it, it seems like it's worth it. So that's yeah. my take on everything. Maybe, maybe they got their chance. The chips and like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, like for those who don't know, Rondo went to the, Atlanta Hawks, like two years, like 15 mil or something. Mm-hmm. Good contrast to someone who was almost out of the league like three, four years ago. Uh, so I had I had a few which I was um, – I, I wouldn't say they're bad. It's more of just I don't know how they're going to pan out. So um, I, I mean – Alex, I do not like lists, I guess. No, so a couple of them I guess I understand. Or I mean, I understand them. So, so Davis Bertans, um, the extension that he got with the Wizards – I understand why he got it because he had a breakout season this year. It's just I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up with it. It's the same thing with with uh, Van Fleet um, uh, Van Fleet out of um, uh, with the with the Tampa Bay Raptors now because they've they're going to be playing in Tampa. This year. <laughs> so so they're going to be now known as that for the rest of the year. Um, and he's making he's uh, it was four years, eighty five mil extension. He's going to be making over twenty one a year. Uh, I I just don't know with them. Like it could end up being a fine deal. But I, just, I, I honestly don't know. I, I just I, – like, again, I think they're good. It's just I don't know if they're worth 16 and 21 respectively. And then the one that I think actually might be a bad deal is um, the extension that the Kings gave on De'Aaron Fox. I don't know if he's worth that much because I know he had a breakout year this year. I know he scored 22 um, or uh, almost 22 a game. Uh, I think it was like 21.2. But, I mean – he also regressed from shooting 37% uh, from three to shooting under 30% from three. Uh, and I know that obviously, you know, they didn't play the full 82 game schedule, but it's not good. Uh, and I, I think I also saw that his field goal percentage was the highest in his career, uh, which basically means that as a point guard, he's not trying to spot up from three. And maybe that's, maybe that's what um, he, he should be doing, but, Man, I don't know if he's worth that much money right now. And, and again, it you know, time will tell. But I just feel like right now, I don't know if he's worth like a hundred. You know, if he's worth one hundred sixty mil over five years or four years, whatever they gave him. Well, yeah. Um, 
I mean, I kind of agree with you. Like, what has he shown to prove that he's worth that much money? The problem that, like, these franchises run into, though, is, like, if they say we're not going to pay you, someone will. Someone will offer him that much money. So, it's like he he can be a star player and very much so can be a star player in this league. I mean, if for nothing else, just his speed. He's one of the fastest players I've ever seen in the NBA mm-hmm. since I've been watching. So, like, like, I totally get what you mean, but it's almost like he's already been here three years. We're going to have to spend the money on someone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Noah, who were the people that you had? Uh, mine was just Gordon Hayward. Yeah. For sure. That's, it's just he's giving not, uh, He's not worth yeah. 120. It's, that's way too much. Especially if you're short. Uh, I just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, with yeah. Deer and Fox, real quick. Like, again, you're the Kings. Like, it's hard. It's, you're not a free agent destination. So if he yeah, gets them to stay long term, even though I know uh, Fox is a restricted free agent. Uh, or would be like that's still some control. Like you keep him. Worst case scenario, you, you trade him and you get some first down the line. Maybe he emerges. Maybe he doesn't. But it's a movable contract at least in the future. Barren contract catastrophe, basically. Yeah. So moving on from that, we did uh, hint upon uh, Dwight Howard a little bit. So for those who don't know, uh, about uh, for like thirty minutes, he posted on his Twitter that he's going back to Lakers Nation. Then he deletes the tweet, uh, and then 30 minutes later, he announces he's a 76er. It looks like the uh, Lakers, apparently the Lakers sent him a $3 million contract offer, but it uh, was not really official. And then the Lakers signed Montreal Harrell, and then Dwight Howard goes to the uh, Sixers. So Dwight Howard is getting a lot of heat for uh, saying he was staying with Lakers Nation, being loyal. And then goes to the Sixers, which was a little weird. Uh, and then uh, Montreal Harold is getting heat from a bunch of uh, fans and also some Clippers players like Patrick Beverly for saying he wants to secure the bag and then takes like two years, 19 mil to go to the Lakers. So out of uh, those two moves, what do you think is more perplexing, the Howard move or the Harold move? Like what would you have more of a beef with if you're a Lakers fan or a Clippers fan? Definitely not Howard because I mean he didn't really do that much. I mean I know that he did stuff for the for the Lakers, but like his you he know been done for the Lakers two years two times in a row. He won done uh, one done. I don't know. I I I think I guess it would be more Harold because Howard just doesn't have as much of a presence with the team anymore just because he's been in the league for so long. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean I I would say it's got to be. Harold just because he does go from the Clippers to the Lakers so like that that's a big deal just in itself I mean like like Alex said Dwight's not at the point anymore where he's like a dominant player he's just a rotational piece and that's all he was last year for LA I mean he had the big games like in the playoffs where they where they gave him a start and he like deed up I think it was against the the Nuggets so he like deed up Jokic and like gave Jokic headaches but I mean Montrezl Harold just won just won an award with the Clippers and just signs for the team on the other side of the arena so, like, to me, that's got to be – if I'm a Clippers fan, I'm more mad about that than I'm mad about Dwight leaving as a Lakers fan. Even with the playoff uh, woes of Harold this uh, playoffs? Uh, yeah, because uh, I don't know. I think he'll figure it out. People go – players go through, like, um, periods where they just can't figure it out, where they're in a slump, in all sports pretty much. So, like, you don't win awards by, by accident, I think, um, especially – and I don't know. I'm of the belief that everybody gets better when they play with Anthony Davis – just because that's how good Anthony Davis is. That might be a little bit of bias for me, but that's my thinking. So I don't know. I think he'll figure it out. I don't know what his ceiling necessarily is, but I think he can be a contributor for that Lakers team. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. He should be a contributor. Big his is much worse because you have the Clippers who wanted to compete for a title. They get all hyped. They got uh, Kawhi Leonard. They got Paul George. And then the team just falls apart. Doc Rivers leaves. They blow a uh, 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. It's all disaster. And then you need players to stay instead of leaving and, ta- and taking less money to go to your rivals. Like, there's no way you can be happy with that. Dwight Howard is 34 years old. And he's Dwight Howard. He, he's he's no. I love Dwight Howard as a basketball player. He's he's always been fun to watch, but he's also like a cancer. He's adding the tail end. Yeah. Tail end of his career. Wizards legend now. Uh, you gotta Jason do that, Lynch. man. What? Why well, you gotta say Wizards legend? Wizards legend. Shut up. <laughs> Should I say Atlanta Hawks, his hometown of Atlanta? No, just 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 say Magic. That's it. That's the that's the only team that he's been like really good for in his career. I don't know and if when you, you got Dwight Howard, yeah, like when Dwight Howard was Dwight Howard, it was on Orlando. That's true. That's a good point. Simple and to the point, Michael Lynch. <laughs> Jason, you have anything to so, say on uh, this before we go to NFL okay. picks? Um, I'll say, uh, honestly, I don't really think either is that bad, but I guess I'll just go with Dwight Howard because it just makes him look like an idiot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's true. A slight jab under the after the buzzer for Howard. Uh, oh, also this just in: Drew Brees has uh, eleven broken ribs somehow. Uh, I don't know how that man is surviving. Eight on his left side, three on his right side, according Holy to crap. Ed Warder of ESPN. How is he not dead? Not a good look. Not a good look. What? <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. It's not a good look. No, really. Uh, yeah, it seems like a rough day for Drew. Dude's entire like chest Drew. is just messed up. Yeah, Drew's got so, a lot of career. Speaking about that, by the way, as we go to uh, NFL picks, I uh, my first game that really interested me was actually Falcons over the Saints or Falcons Saints, where uh, Saints are three and a half home uh, favorites, uh, and I had to go to Falcons on this one. They've been playing better football, competitive football. You got Taysom Hill starting for uh, the Saints. I don't know how he's going to look in his uh, basically debut as a starter. He, he's like one of those weird QBs. I, I don't know how good of a passer actually be. Rip. And uh, it also upsets me because I thought Jameis was going <laughs> to be starting. I may or may not have spent all my way. 30 for 30? Dynasty Football League. 30 yeah, for 30? 30 for 30. He got I I James another absolute this week. stud Ouch. absolute stud Jameis Winston yeah Alex uh, so I've like the dynasty football league I spent all my waiver budget though on Jameis seventy nine dollars because I thought he'd be starting my- you spent more money on Jameis Winston like at, than actually like good players. That you but it was waivers. Like, no. Drew Brees is my QB. No. He was injured. I was like, Jameis, he might be 30 for 30, but 30 for 30 throws a lot of touchdowns. Why didn't you go get P.J. Walker? And he immediately gets benched. Why didn't you go get P.J. Walker? Because Teddy. Teddy's going to play. Oh, he is going to play? P.J.'s not yeah, playing? Teddy's probably going to play, yeah. Oh, dang it. Oh, I'm sad now. Thanks for, like, I ruining my week. I hate to see it. I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the worst. Because I'm okay. the Sad, sad, sad hours. Uh, so Don't I, kill the messenger. I got like a, a theory about why they're not playing Jameis and why they're playing Taysom Hill. So, so my theory, all from my own brain right here. They know <laughs> they. I think they want Jameis to be their guy for the future because I think I think this might be Breeze's last season, just based on how it's been going. 
So they're like, okay, we're going to play Taysom Hill because we don't want Jameis to go out there and do well like Teddy Bridgewater did where he got himself a new contract with a new team. They want to keep Jameis around and keep him from performing. That way they don't have to pay him that much. And then they'll have their QB of the future. That's my theory from my brain. How, how do you do that when you're seven and two? I don't know. Well, maybe and that's why they can do it. Sean Payne's a bad two. man. Because they're seven and two, they're like, we can drop Taysom one. Taysom Hill is a bad man. <laughs> I mean, maybe because they're against the uh, Falcons. Falcons. That's my only. But like, still though, like you can't. Uh, I, I, I mean, know. they already paid Taysom Hill. They're paying him twelve mil the next couple of years. I don't know. See what you have. I mean, but like, oh, like it's you're like literally first in the NFC right now. Like, and it's what are we in week week eleven? Yep. I don't know. That's a that's a crazy. If that's if that's true, that's crazy. But I mean, I also I also think that they're gonna give Taysom Hill a very short leash if he has like three series in a row where things just don't look like football at all. They might just like let Jameis go in. But I don't know. It, it probably is more of just to like see what you have. You did invest a lot of money in this guy as a player, and now's the time for him to come in and do something. Also, last thing about the Saints QBs, uh, any worries about Trevor Simeon taking that job recently signed off of the practice squad? No. Good old Trevor no. Simeon. No, Trevor no. Simeon is terrible. The underdog, you know, off the street. Jets I will legend. say, I will say, Northwestern's good at football this year, but that 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 still doesn't make me want to say that Trevor Simeon's a good quarterback. <laughs> Northwestern, shout out seventeen seven, or was it? Uh, yeah, seventeen seven beating the Buckeyes. Seventeen seven win against the Badgers. Ouch! Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts go out to Tyler. That's not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noah, what, uh, so, so how are we doing NFL picks? Are we going through all the games or are we just picking out or games? We're just picking the ones, ones that want? interest us, uh, okay. two each. So pick uh, anyone else to jump in. I could just say my other pick if you guys want. I'm just uh, going to throw out my two first. Um, right. So I'm picking uh, – so I'm going with the two games of which involve uh, affiliations with both my family and my parents. All right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, uh, my family. Uh, which would be Eagles, Browns, and, and yeah, the Murphy family, uh, which would be Eagles, Browns, and Dolphins, Broncos. Um, I'm going hard Browns uh, there. I think they're like two and a half point favorites, which is a joke because they're going to – I think even with Odell, I think the Eagles just aren't good. Um, well, they don't have Garrett. That's probably why. Uh, well, I mean, even with that, I mean, the Eagles can't win outside of the division. So, I don't, I don't see that happening. And the Dolphins are rolling right now with Tua, and the Broncos are going in the exact opposite direction, in my opinion. Um, so I'm taking Dolphins with the points and I'm taking Browns with the points. Yeah, good Dolphins. Yeah, I, I know. My really dad's really – my, <laughs> my dad's way happier than he thought he was going to be. Wait, how, are the, <laughs> how are the Broncos uh, only three-and-a-half point underdogs against uh, – I know I it's no in Denver, clue. but like... – That's probably the reason why it's because it's in Denver. So they're giving them home, point, uh, home, home, home field points and stuff like that. But, no, nah, I'm taking Dolphins and Browns. And they got to play at that altitude. Yeah, Mile High Stadium. Yeah. So I'll guess I'll jump in with okay, my last uh, pick, and then Jason, Logan, and Lynch can all jump in. Uh, so my last pick is Cincy uh, and Washington. Uh, it's a one and a half point spread uh, with Washington home uh, favorites. Uh, so it's basically like Washington home. Uh, you don't normally want to pick Cincy, but you got Alex Smith as a QB. Uh, my replacement for Jameis Woodson in that fantasy football league, but no, Alex Smith. He's 
he's not as good as he used to be when he was on the Chiefs. Uh, that's going to – any injuries like that is going to slow it down. Uh, it's just you're going with the better QB, and that's Joe Burrow. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be an ugly game. But I feel like uh, that defense for the – like that, not like defense. Like Washington's defense is okay. They got a pass rush, but it's just – Alex Smith doesn't make it me seem like, oh, he's going to be have enough to out-throw out Joe Burrow. So it's an ugly game. It's probably going to be like 24, like 21, and you're going to be like, why did I watch this game? But that's going to be that game, and you can win some money if you pick on the Bengals. You win. Jason? All right. Uh, my first game is uh, Packers at the Colts. Green Bay is the underdogs there. Colts are favored by one and a half, and I like Green Bay. So I'm going to go Green Bay on the road, uh, I guess, just to win outright. Well, the Colts are favored against the Packers? Yep. Even with old man Philip Rivers' new dorms? Yep. Coming off a solid victory in Tennessee. Um, and my, it was a good game. My second game will be uh, Titans at the Ravens. I think it's at the Ravens, right? Yes. Titans at the Ravens, and I'll take the the Titans in that game, uh, even though Baltimore is favored by six points. I'll take the Titans to win outright. Uh, I think they're both flawed teams, but I do not like the way the, the Ravens are going right now. They just suffered a bad loss, and I don't think Lamar is playing as well this year. I don't really think – I really don't think they're the type of team that can win a game if they're behind by ten points or more. So the rematch of the playoff game? What? So rematch of the playoff game last year. Yep, and I think uh, uh, Derrick Henry is just going to run. Bengals will be able to play <laughs> off the field with Derrick Henry. So yep. Uh, big note though, they don't have Jack Cochran or Taylor. Long. Jack Cochran is now a Brown, but Taylor Long is also out for the season. They, the offense hasn't been the same since those uh, the loss of Taylor Long. So be interesting to see if they can rebound. And I think uh, Jameson or not. Uh, uh, Clowney just was put on IR as well today, so that's a big loss as well. Titans are injuries are racking up at all this year. Who uh, Clowney? Yeah, yeah, dude just can't stay healthy. It's sad. Uh, I, I remember him on Michigan exactly. when he was a tank, and now Michigan's just losing the Rutgers. He, he never played. You know, he played for South Carolina. The oh, hit Carolina. that he oh, had was he against Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The hit was he took off the mid. Yeah, Michigan is currently losing to Rutgers. Michigan. Um, <laughs> who cares? Is it Marcus Robinson? Who cares? Michigan's quarterbacks have been terrible since Brady. That's 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 just a fact. I'm sorry. I, I saw I saw Shea Patterson playing for like the spring league on like FS1, and I was like, oh wow, how far that man has fallen from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. I mean, he's still playing professional football, so I'll give him I that. mean, I mean, I don't I, I don't really know if you want to consider the spring league professional football, but you know. It's a, it's, it's definitely football. Better than nothing. Yeah, that's true. All right, who else is going okay. for picks? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I got to represent my buddies, Pittsburgh Steelers. First time in franchise history going, I don't know. I think they're going to make it easy 10. They got Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, who played a solid, who had a solid performance in Green Bay. Uh, last week, uh, however, Steelers are a great team this year. They are ten and a half favorites. I still think they'll cover and blow them out, unlike what the Packers should have done last week. But 
Um, yeah, should be a blowout in Jacksonville. Um, my second game, I'll go to uh, Monday night, Buccaneers-Rams uh, here in the sunny Florida. Uh, Tampa, four-point underdogs. Uh, should be an interesting game. Um, I will go side with Tampa being at home. Um, and I just uh, like them. I think uh, Rams, solid team, but not uh, they don't have enough to uh, trump the Buccaneers. And I think, you know, definitely with Breeze out, the Buccaneers need to prove themselves. And Wait, no, Breeze on the Saints lunch. I know, but like I'm talking about oh, as gotcha. far as the division goes with Breeze out, gotcha. the, Tom Brady's got to prove himself and win this division clearly. So, um, so Buccaneers. Do you have any worries with that offensive line though, especially facing Aaron Donald? Because I know they've been struggling recently and they've yeah, changed a couple things up. A little bit, but um, I I think you know offensively, I think Brady will persevere. Oh, so, for this week. I guess uh, hopefully A.J. Shipley, a uh, favorite of Bruce Arians, is able to help that line. I think they moved Jensen to left guard. So they're changing up the whole offensive line because it's been killing them recently. Yeah. So, yeah. Logan, you got the final two picks. Make them yeah. good. Okay, yeah. Um. So the first game I'm going to go with is uh, New England at Houston. And the line's uh, minus two and a half for New England right now. And I think – I think they cover no problem. Uh, everybody's been able to kind of run on Houston when they want to this year, and that's what the Patriots do best on offense this year, and I don't think they're, like, afraid to make that clear. So I don't know. And it just seems like it's a fire sale right now for the Texans just with everything that's been going on with them this season. Trading DeAndre Hopkins just keeps coming back to haunt them every single week. So, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to win that one, and it won't be it won't be that hard for them, and they'll be 500 for the – what feels like the first time in forever. And then my second game is going to be, it has to be Chiefs Raiders just because of the beef that has been going on this week because of between uh, John Gruden and Andy Reid. Because apparently like after the first time they played when the Raiders beat them, they, the Raiders did like a victory lap around the stadium or something. And Andy Reid kind of took exception to that. And John Gruden like was like, I'm not going to apologize. So <laughs> I, the line, the line's minus eight for the Chiefs. I think they smashed that. I think they're going to come in and they're going to be like mad and this offense could put up 30 points in the amount of time it takes you to blink. So I definitely would lock them in. Like, I think they're going to, they're going to run away with this one, even though it's in Vegas. Yeah. I, I feel that, especially with the COVID cases and people not being able to practice for uh, Las Vegas. I did not know the beef between Andy Reid and John Gruden though. That's surprising because they used to work together. Years ago, John Gruden was the OC for the Eagles with Andy Reid. So, that is that is surprising. A long time ago, like uh-huh. 20 years things ago. Have slowly, things have slowly fallen apart. The, uh, their, uh, their, their relationship has withered away. Withered away over the last two decades, I guess. Indeed. <laughs> was it ESPN when, like, uh, they used to just depict uh, Andy Reid as, like, the – What's that like? Like the numbers from like what's that Russell Crowe movie where like he's like a like, like a beautiful mind. Like they would just keep on calling like a beautiful mind and make a bunch of like Andy Reid jokes. Like Gruden would just do all these jokes with on Monday Night about Andy. 
<laughs> Andy and his cheeseburgers. <laughs> Andy loves his uh, barbecue as well. And it's Ty Bahama shirts. Yep. The Greg's a legend. Just raking them in. All right, well, are we done with football for now? We are done with football for now. All right, well, uh, Logan, um, uh, we want to say thank you so much for coming on the pod, and we want people to know where can people find Logan Hill on social media and all that stuff? Where can they find your work and, on, and, what, and what you're doing at Maryland? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, just first of all, thanks for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Um, my, my Twitter is it's at Loga Hilltopper. So like, and that's like whenever people ask me what my Twitter is, I'm like at Loga Hilltopper. There's no N. It's L O G A and then Hilltopper. Uh, I tweet out my stories and stuff. Tweet my mediocre sports takes. Huge Lakers fan, so you're gonna get that mm-hmm. from me. And you're gonna get um, I don't know. When I watch games, sometimes I feel like I should tweet stuff, and that's what I've been doing lately. And so that's what you'll get from my Twitter account. And that's right. where I get my stuff at. Thanks All for right. again for having me on, guys. Yeah, of course, of course. Yo, thank, thanks so much, Logan, for coming on. And um, and then um, so we're gonna finish this off with a little bit of uh, of of MLB and NHL socks. So stay tuned for that. Okay, and we're gonna finish this off with some Major League Baseball and uh, and hockey talk <coughs> and Noah coughing. Yes, exactly. Because, the content you need. Yeah, the content <laughs> you need. Noah coughing is a vibe. I, I will say uh, quickly about the MLS playoffs. Um, what a weird game in Orlando today. We don't we, we don't really need to go into that much detail because we talked about it earlier. But Mike was he he went to a good game uh, regardless of win or loss. Got um, the money's and, worth, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely got his money's worth. And also, uh, let's go Union hashtag Duke uh, when they play the Revolution <laughs> on Tuesday. I'm hoping for a win there. Good, good, good guys, good team. Really hoping for a lot of good stuff. And but let's choke. talk. No. What? Major choke if you don't win. Yeah, major choke, massive choke. But no, what's going on with baseball right now? Other than um, uh, some some free agency news coming up, uh, some Hall of Fame balloting, which I know we're not going to get into. But but what's going on with baseball? So besides the great Robson Cano testing uh, positive for steroids again, gotta love Brody Van Wagen. Yeah, he's trash. Uh, Yo, Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen's gonna turn the Mets into a winner. What a guy. He is. It's just what a freaking goat. <laughs> one thing I have to say about Rossi Cook is like all we have doesn't Matt all we have to do is just He had a Hall of Fame career and he ruined it. Take steroids to get thirty four million. Like you got <laughs> your money. Don't don't take steroids. Just collect your Yo, dude, roids are gonna bench. make you better. Look at look at Freddie Galvis. He took roids and bad at two thirty. What a legend. That doesn't yeah. help you get contact, it just makes you better or a uh, <laughs> stronger player. Yeah, dude, you'll be great. You'll be like, yo, know, just be like, hey, you want to take roids? Literally, just be Freddie Galvis. That's it. Can we Rick and Kill? <laughs> uh, anyway, the one thing I really wanted to talk about, and I feel like it's pretty interesting, is we got Theo Epstein resigning with the Cubs. He says he's gonna take a year off. Uh, I remember, like, about like a month and a half ago, we had Daryl Morey resigning from the Rockets. And he said he's going to take a year off to get close with his family. Then a few weeks later, he gets uh, like a massive deal with the 76ers or paying him 10 plus mil a year. So I guess I want to ask around, what are your feelings on one, the type of move uh, Epstein will make and what kind of GM is he? Is he a GM like we see in like the NBA that can transform a franchise in like one or two years to a title contender like Masayuri or Daryl Morey? Or is he more of like one of those like oh he's 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 good 
but he's not gonna he's like, one of those like the strong farm system and all that stuff to do it. I'd say elite. All right, uh, I Alex. Think, I think. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, so, oh, okay. So we're talking about. Um, we'll just I say mean, if he's elite or not, and then we'll go on our takes of what's gonna happen. All right. I think he's good. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just hard to say elite. I think that. I mean. For for him doing what he did with the Red Sox and um and then doing what he did with the Cubs, I would say elite because he brought the Cubs a title and they haven't won a title in a hundred years. So I think for that reason alone, and also he helped. I don't was was he the GM when they won in '04? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. I I believe yeah, okay. so. Okay, yeah. okay. So then he's elite because he ended two long droughts of winning championships. Yeah. My knowledge on that goes from Moneyball, by the way. He's a f- Future inductee to Cooperstown. And he's yeah. only 46 years old. He's only 46? Dude. Yeah. Yep. Man, what a young whippersnapper. He is a young whippersnapper, yeah. He's a young uh, whippersnapper. What a legend. So, like, you guys don't have any worries of when he leaves a place, he kind of, like, there's no farm system. It's just depleted and looking mighty uh, bare. And like, he has a staff. I mean, he's not the only guy that's running the show. Um, the, Cubs no. to, the Cubs have to – you know, pretty much every star on the Cubs, or most of them, are players that they developed. Yeah, yeah. but they apparently don't have like a great farm system anymore. Like they're not like as competitive as they used to be. I, don't know. I mean, they won. They did win, but it's a lot of like a long-term success. Like, I'm more long-term I'm, success. I'm, I'm more great. in the camp of do whatever it takes to win now. Should you be a fan of Dave Jabowski? Uh, got a controversial I, I think GM that's in his own right. It works well. I do. Even though it could leave, uh, like I believe, like if you can win a championship this year, do it. Um, but you have to win a championship. Like if oh, you gotta win a championship often, like like Brian Cashman with the Yankees keeps saying, or he said a couple of years ago, oh, I don't want to win. I'm not focused on winning a championship. I want to win multiple championships or something. I'm like, right. okay, let's start with one, because it's hard enough to win one. Especially yeah. players are getting older and they're hitting into arbitration and they're getting free agency contracts. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot more than just like, uh, you know, just winning a championship. It's 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 building a team for the future, and right. he yeah. and and he's done that. But then he's also won championships, so he's kind of the best of both and worlds. He's and done it's good enough job with the farm system. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Chicago literally brought up all of its good players at once and then didn't draft well. So they I don't kind know of inherited that farm system. system. He's been there enough years to where he's still. So then his trade. So then his trade. We have to see what these guys turn out to be, but also he's made good trades and moves. I mean, with the Red Sox, he drafted a lot of these guys too. Uh, He's been a good. He's been a very good GM. I mean, elite GM. Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. He did break two great. Oh, oh, oh! He's a Hall of Famer. Well, you know who else is a Hall of Famer though? Tony Larusa. Uh, no. A myth, a legend. No, let's not talk Make about. Make sure to kiss the ring. Yeah, kiss the ring. <laughs> kiss the ring. A ton. I I forgot. So with college basketball coming up, I wanted to say. Wait, I, uh, no, 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 no. This is not in in regards to anything. I saw a tweet and it said, "Man, it feels so good to have college basketball back." And it was a score line of college football, and it had Virginia fifty-five, Abilene Christian uh, fifteen. Get it? Because Virginia doesn't actually try to play offense; they just play defense. So every game is like fifty to forty. College basketball at its finest. UVA playing a really, really just heavy zone defense and just killing everyone. Uh, getting back to the you know, uh, where do you think his potential landing spots are? 
He's he's just kind of chilling for now. I'll I'll wait to see what happens. Yeah, so you think he's gonna like wait the year, Alex? Yeah, he's chilling. I'm I'm not gonna say he's going anywhere specific. He needs to go somewhere where he's gonna. He should go to the Phillies. (laughs) Somewhere where he's gonna have full control. I think. Oh, okay. Then he shouldn't go to the Phillies. <laughs> He's not going to get full control of the Phillies right now. No. Andy McPhail wants to keep that. No, because the Phillies are a backwards franchise. I, no, I agree. I think he'll go somewhere with at least a, at least a decent budget, though, where he can make the moves he wants to make. Not the Angels because they just hired a new guy. <coughs> Mets. No, Mets won't work because Sandy's going to run the show. Sandy's the president of the team. For now. <laughs> For now, I mean, eh, maybe, but honestly, I think that I think that Cohen's fine with 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 Sandy for the time. Like like for now, I think he's fine with him. Um, yeah, I can't see. That. I don't know. There's not really like anyone in particular. That, I mean, St. Louis, but I don't know what's going on in St. Louis currently. Mm, like I, I, I think that everyone's just kind of like chill right now. Yeah, I so think like I don't, I, I don't think, think this is fun. the Rays. <laughs> How about screw Andrew Eric Neander, the Rays? <laughs> Maybe they win no more money ball for Tampa. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're gonna get buku bucks. Gonna, gonna oh, spend two hundred mil a year. We're gonna spend more than ten million dollars a year on free agents. You watch. I could see Theo <laughs> what, eleven mil. I yeah, hell yeah. Taking, <laughs> I could see him taking uh, the Texas Rangers. No, I know, but the Rangers are not in a good place right now. No, but he could build it up, and he knows that they just opened a new stadium. They have a lot of money. That is true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Lynch, how about you? Or what? Or Epstein. <laughs> Dude, do you think he's signed? Is Theo Epstein a real person, yes or no? <laughs> is he? Do I think he's signed? I don't know. Does he I don't think all- he's signed somewhere else. I think he's, I don't know. You think he's out for the year? You trust he... his word? Out yeah. for the year, dude. He's not no, injured. I, could, I see. I could see him holding that's, on. That's his intention. John Daniels getting fired from Texas Rangers next year, and then him taking the Texas Rangers job. He should get fired uh, now because they coaxed the city of Arlington into building a billion-dollar grill. That's embarrassing. You built a giant grill. Well, I guess I'm going to be a contrarian here. I honestly believe he's going to sign with someone probably in a few weeks. Because someone's going to come up to him and say, hey, we'll give you he a six-year deal. No, it like doesn't 50, believe. I don't, like think, 12, I don't think he wants to do it, year. though. If someone offers him such a, a contract he can't refuse, though, a lot yeah. of it's kind of like, the well, Angels, he's trying to get more money. I have to say the Angels are idiots. We're going with yet again another unproven. Well, it's the Angels. They don't know how to actually do this. They got the they got literally the best player of a generation. Someone who's never been a GM and then he always fails every single time with the Angels. This is this is the Disneyland fallacy. A continuing storyline. As soon as you literally get the best player of a generation, you just immediately become garbage. I mean, it's 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 just facts. Like it's, it's it's just facts. I mean, what's it called? Ken Griffey Jr. went to the Mariners, and and the Mariners, you know, it, it's like the same sort of concept. And they didn't try to build any. I mean, they did, but they didn't go anywhere. Like the Angels haven't attempted to actually build something around Trout, and now they're just stuck here as a sideshow attraction in Anaheim when people are still protesting Disneyland to be open, the best and not caring about the Ducks. Pitching signing the Angels have made in recent years is C.J. Wilson, and that's sad. <laughs> I was going to say getting Dylan Bundy in the trade deadline, which is really embarrassing. I said free agent signing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good call. All right. Uh, 
Anyway, our last talk today. Angels are trash. <laughs> we don't need to bash the angels anymore. They no, I'll keep bashing the angels. Okay? They've done, they've done, it's been a tough decade for the angels. Okay? Let's, They're wasting let's... a... Yo, can we talk? Wait, 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 wait. Can we first talk about the retro, uh, uh, the reverse retro jerseys that the NHL put out? All the teams put out. I really like the Ducks jerseys. Those are nice. I hate the Flyers jerseys. I hate the Islanders jerseys because it's literally just like Lady Liberty. Yeah, yeah. The the Rangers jerseys are nice. I like the Penguins jerseys. Uh, I love I love uh, uh, Blasty with the Flames. Love that. Um, I hate that the the Carolina doesn't want to just take an old jersey and then just goes back to the Whalers Alex, and goes with the gray thing. do not take this as an insult or right. actually do take this as an insult. But I've, never, I've never met someone who likes jerseys more than me. Like, I love like, jerseys. Dude, jerseys are great because – be, be, because we had it's a show like around the entire league, you like all the leagues. You all you want to do is talk about jerseys. You're I like, know, so but they just came out yeah. and they were interesting, and I was like, "Yo, they're pretty cool." Like, okay, yo, uh, <laughs> I like I, I like the Lightning jerseys. I like that they went back hey, to the OC. Logo. That's pretty good. Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. That is. Uh, all right, I've heard right, so from uh, fashion Nista Alexander. Francis Murphy. Oh, God, uh, he so, read my entire name. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I called you out by your whole name today. Oh, God, you sound uh, like my parents. Alexander Francis Murphy, come on. Come Shut on, up. Alexander Francis Murphy. <laughs> anyway, going back to – I was supposed to say about NHL. NHL, realignment. Uh, NHL, well, <laughs> realignment, yeah. So, as uh, a big uh, thing for the NBA, you got, for instance, the Raptors going to Tampa. NHL faces an even bigger problem because – they have uh, they have like eight teams in Canada, yeah. and with COVID and all, it's hard to get a schedule. So that's why you're having a, a realignment for this year. For instance, you got a Canada League where all the Can- Canadian teams play the well, Flames, on, Oilers. On. Let's not say that. Let's not say that everything's definite. This was what. It's not definite. It's a Greg proposal. Wittgen's it's a proposal. ESPN.com is reporting. Yes, it's it's a potential Very solution. Perfect. Yes, but. So like a Canadian, well, yeah, the Canadian teams play each other, like the Flames, Oilers, Canadians, Senators, Maple Leafs, Canucks, Jets. For some reason, the Flyers-Penguins rivalry is getting broken up with the Penguins going to the Central Division and uh, the Flyers staying in the East uh, and so on. That's some like the notable changes. Where where were the Lightning going? What 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 were like- Lightning on the Central? On the Central. Okay, that's stupid. They should just be in the East. Like, yeah, they have like uh, they're not in the, central. in the central. No. Okay, that no, doesn't make any just, sense. Why don't you just read the divisions quickly? Uh, so in the east, you got okay, I would read the Canadian, but in the east, you got the Bruins, Sabres, Hurricane, uh, Devils, Islanders, uh, Rangers, uh, Flyers, and Washington Capitals. In the central, you got the Blackhawks, you got the uh, Blue Jackets, you got the Detroit Red Wings, you got the Florida Panthers, you got the Nashville Predators. You got the Pittsburgh Penguins really going with their P's there. Uh, St. Louis side Blues, Tampa Bay Lightning. And in the West, you got the Anaheim Ducks. Please do not roast them, Alex. Arizona Coyotes. I'm not going to roast the Ducks. They're anymore. fine. Oh, Colorado no. no the Coyotes are trash. Dallas Stars, uh, Los Angeles Kings, Minnesota Wild, San Jose Sharks, and Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, you know what? I just realized what Michigan's football is bad. They have a giant sign of the Pistons. I think <laughs> I think the biggest problem with this realignment is that a lot of the, N- the NHL's big TV games are 
Flyers, Penguins, they're not in the same division, and Penguins, Capitals. Yeah. Crosby, Ovechkin, and Malkin thing and all that. So I think that could be – that doesn't totally make sense to me why they would split them up like that. Also, uh, the Lightning and the Panthers being in the Central Division when they're literally in that's Florida. Kind of, could you I mean, I see, though, well, like guess, maybe – Instead of like the Penguins, you see like the Sabers maybe going to the Central. Only, that wouldn't be too far. The only definite, I think, with the schedule for next year is that there will be a Canada division. Uh, I, I'm fine with that. I mean, it's it, yeah, that's 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 completely fine. Um, the West is fine because you can kind of you know you know where the West yeah. like like that's fine. It's just the Central and the East are weird. Minnesota is kind of weird to put in the West, but yeah, yeah but, it's kind of Western. Very Western. They're a very Western city. The only like I don't understand why does why Pittsburgh in the central and Buffalo in the east like they're very geographically pretty close to one another. Yeah. And you know, I think Pitt, taking Pittsburgh out of the east and you know swapping it with essentially Buffalo like that doesn't make any sense to me. Again, this is a proposal by Can ESPN. Make, so is, is there a way to make like and more It would be interesting to see the reasoning behind that decision because that is, I think, the most questionable. I just don't get left Florida's in the central. I think the reasons That's are so fine dumb. for one year, but I think no more than that. I think long-term, these do not make sense at all. So can we like, no long-term Canadian yeah. division? So, know, can we, so can we switch out? Obviously, obviously – it's, it's not good it's, with splitting up the rivalries, and I kind of don't understand how they're splitting up the teams like Mike. Well, just they killing should, the they, Penguins, which should they, happen, because screw the Penguins. No, they should switch the Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Them in the Central, because the East is loaded. They should switch Buffalo and Pittsburgh and then make a Southern Division, and then have the Southern Division be like uh, both Florida teams. There's um, no one in well, the both, uh, both Florida teams, Carolina, Nashville, and then all the teams in Texas. Who are you going to put in the Southern Division? There's both, only both teams in Florida. Oh, it's it, it's you only Dallas. Can't have you have to have you a balance. Of teams. I don't think you can do it. I assume if you were oh, doing shoot. a South, yeah, you don't have enough teams. You could probably do the two Florida teams: Dallas and Carolina. That's pretty much it. And Nashville. And Nashville. Nashville. Uh, so that's so that's, that's fine. It. See, see that I'm just annoyed by that. Like, like Florida should not be in the Central Division yeah. because they're literally in the East. Like. <laughs> it doesn't make well, any sense. What you're doing, what you're doing there, like the East, you, I mean, you're taking a clutter of teams. You got, you just go up the coast. You got Carolina, DC, Philly, the three New York teams, and Boston. And your what, what should be your addition to that? I think is either you could either do mainly just. I would just give it to Pittsburgh, but really, you're only geographically east coast team in that scenario would be one of the florida teams but yeah, i th- i think the most you, common sense thing to do is to switch pittsburgh with buffalo to keep those rivalries together that's what i would do it's just yeah. so weird that uh, i don't know is. there has think, to be some kind of reason i don't because i don't know who knows it just doesn't but, make any sense I think it should just disband the Penguins, you know, just have like a expansion draft for the Penguins. Uh, Seattle Kraken can take that spot. Keep it at 31. 32 does not work. 31 teams works. I, I feel like I, that's a great I thought you know, Seattle was starting this year. No, Seattle's not starting this year. They're starting next year, if that's what you When uh, the Penguins dissolve as well. So it makes sense. They could just inherit the Penguins. <laughs> Why are we trying to so dissolve the Penguins here? Yeah, I, I know that you just like the Penguins, but there's no point. Like, to dis- 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 I would be. 
As much as I think I would I want feel like Jason the would die, that's the Capitals right. and all these teams. To We're not trying to kill Jason. As mm-hmm. much as I would want to see that, like, honestly, speaking the Central, being in the Central would help the Penguins because look at the East. The Bruins are lit. The Sabres not lit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hurricanes lit. The Devils not lit. I mean, but the Islanders the Central literally has the Red Wings and the Rangers Blackhawks. Rangers are good. <laughs> the Flyers are good. Capitals are good. And the Central is basically what? The teams that you know that are going to be good are the Blues and the Lightning and the Penguins. That's it. That's and then it. you have and then you have the Red Wings. You have the Blackhawks who are both the, the Blue Jackets, Kurt Pasalo. Uh, the Blue Jackets Legendary are good. Kurt okay. um, Florida and Nashville. I don't really know. No, nah, it's just interesting. Yeah, nah, it's like it's like a bunch of gimme wins with the with the with the Red Wings. Who, by the way, their retro reverse jerseys just look like a practice jersey. That's terrible. <laughs> oh man, um, it's so. I mean, like it's. It makes sense because they're so bad that they shouldn't even get a jersey. It should just be something that's just so generic that no one cares. Yeah, all this right. season, do we get a confirmation if the season is starting in January? No. I'm guessing. Get when, that. I mean, when do you think it'll start? I'm thinking it'll Is it going to be started in January with I like 60 games? I heard that uh, I don't know. one I of the even... Penguins writers for the Athletic, Josh Yelly, he said that he thinks the season should start the week between – NFL conference championships and Super Bowl. It's like the last week of January and start on that weekend and just put a bunch of Saturday and Sunday games on TV. Yeah. We can just suspend the Penguins. I mean, no, we're not disbanding the Penguins. But I think on that note, since we're starting to try to kill each other when it comes to winning teams in and out, uh, that's that's going to wrap up this episode of Sports Luck. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sports Luck One. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Listen to us there. Um, We're going to try to create some sort of an Instagram page. Maybe we'll make a TikTok account. I know we're a little bit late to the party there, but honestly, we don't care. We just want to get more people to listen to this podcast, and we appreciate all of you for listening. TikTok Um, is trash. What? TikTok is trash. TikTok is – Put him out. Censure him. TikTok is – Censure Jason. Nah, TikTok isn't great. It's – There's a lot of things, but – we could get people out there, but um, uh, also thanks again to Logan for coming on. We really appreciate him. Again, uh, that's uh, Log L-O-G-A or Loga Hilltopper uh, on Twitter. Um, he writes for Turf Watch, which is the blog uh, that I used to write for, Maryland, Maryland Athletics blog for the, for the Diamondbacks School Newspaper of Maryland. Um, he's Thank doing a lot you, of great Logan, stuff. Meister, Meister Logan. No, I'm not. Stop it, please. Jason, are you so... on drugs right now? <laughs> Jason's trying to start some Christmas stuff because, <laughs> yeah, you know, Christmas season's mm-hmm. coming around. But thanks again, everyone, for listening. Again, thanks, Logan, for coming on. And from all of us, stay safe, stay healthy. Please wear a mask and talk to you guys next week. Peace. Stay positive.